a.m. Now, Cos, do you want a uh, comfort person? Is that what they're called? What do you call someone a who you take? Person. A support, support person. person. Do you want a support person? Oh, any, any email that <laughs> says you can bring a support person, it's um, not going to be a good day. <laughs> it's not going to be a good day. Check your inbox. Uh, Beck, can you be Cos's support person just through this his, for the next few minutes? comfort toy. <laughs> yes. Um, now, Gen Z, okay, and bear with me here. Gen uh-huh. Z, now this is a generation of people born in the late 90s through to the early 2010s, mm-hmm. age about 10 to 25. In fact, all six of your kids are Gen would be Gen Z. God, we're good breeders, aren't we? Okay, you are indeed. Um, and this is a generation that find the full stop upsetting. Oh, yes. We've heard about that recently. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. <laughs> they also don't like eye contact. Uh, and conversations are a challenge as well <laughs> yeah. uh, for these people. Well, you can add another one to the list and... Because I hate to break this to you. Yeah. And this is where your support person comes in. Um, what is on the out is the thumbs up <gasps> emoji. Yes. A thumbs up. And this is your trademark, Cos. Yeah. A thumbs up, this is what they say, is passive aggressive and even confrontational. Oh. They feel, some Gen Zers say they feel attacked. They say it's best never used in any situation because it's hurtful. Apparently, it means I'm mad at you and seems hostile. Wow. uh, I mean, if if I was to get rid of the thumbs up, I'd have to re-edit 10 years of South (laughs) Aussie with Cozzy. I I mean, what if I got cancelled for doing the thumbs up? Do you know the actual reason? Have I told you the actual reason why I do the thumbs up? Not not that Uh, I do it deliberately or whatever, but I just tend to. Have I told you the reason? uh, No. I probably need to see a psychologist about this, but (laughs) about 20 years ago, when I first started at SAFM, in fact, more, 23 years ago, um, they did like a photo shoot. They said, oh, we have to take photos of you to put up on the website, and they were putting them on bus shelters and stuff, and I was like fresh off the farm, so I was so like nervous, and it was so foreign to have your photograph taken. Anyway, they dragged me down to the studio, taking the photos, and... And then they laid out about 12 of the hundreds that they'd taken. They'd printed them out. And Jodie Cairns, who worked at SFM at the time, spread them across a desk. And she said, come in and I want you to approve one of the photos. And she's looking through them. And and I felt very uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, you just choose one. I don't know. Whatever you want. And then there was one where I was doing the thumbs up. And she points to it and she says, I like this one here because I think you look skinny in this photo. (laughs) And from that moment on, I was like, oh, if that makes me look skinny, then thumbs up it is. There is no no other reason apart from that. And now it is is just ingrained in me for some stupid reason. If someone wants to take a photo of me, I generally do the thumbs up. Well, these are the changing times. A thumbs up has gone from making you look skinny to making you look aggressive and hurtful, Andrew Cosi Costello. You well, finish every episode by telling Gen Zers to get stuffed. I guess I guess I must look at the positives at times like this. I had two good decades with the thumb and maybe it's time to put it back in the holster. Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cosi and Limo for breakfast. One of my best girlfriends summonsed the girl group round to her house for dinner last night and said she had an announcement. Oh, exciting. Now, obviously, we're at the, you know, in, in our twilight years. It's unlikely to be. <laughs> Like You're not in your twilight years. Or... No, sorry, that's you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she told us the lovely news that she is engaged oh, to her well, long-term that... partner. And we haven't had a wedding in our group for a good sort of 20 years. It's her first wedding. 
Yeah. Uh, and we were very excited. Uh, well, that's great. And we all of, all of us were like, okay, who are the bridesmaids? Because there's a group of like eight of us. Oh, okay, right. Which, so, of course, you immediately made it about you guys. So I said, well, I know I'm the maid of honour. Yeah. So yeah. who else <laughs> will be yes. in the lineup? Anyway, um, she said it's going to be a, a low-key wedding. It's, it's his second marriage. She has a child. Oh. So she said, we're not actually doing bridesmaids. I said, that's absolutely fine. But you have to let me organise the hens. Oh, oh yes. yes. I have a little black book from back in the day. The guy I had at my hens, hot chocolate. Oh, I wonder if he's chocolate. still doing the rounds. Oh, he well, hang find on. hot chocolate. He'd still be floating around somewhere. I also wonder uh, when you get to the age of you and your friends, is it still called a hens night? <laughs> or, or is it more of like a... Sort of old broilers night kind of thing. <laughs> I'm just wondering, is it... An old duck's night. Are they still hens? Really? Are you still a hen racing around the yard checking out all the roosters? Really? It's more Nana's going wild, isn't it? <laughs> I reckon it is. Hey, listen, I'll give you a number for the Arkabar anyway. And, um... <laughs> hey, uh, I think you might be in for a bit of a shock, though. I really want you to call Hot Chocolate, whoever yeah. that is. Oh, yeah. Because now it's... 22 years later? Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see hot chocolate come out. Walking stick, <laughs> pot belly. Yeah. I'd have a bit of salt and pepper in the hair. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, I've got this idea. And she shot it down straight away. And I'm like, have some fun. I saw advertised. Yeah. So you know when you go to the wool shed and mm-hmm. there's that giant, like, um, what's Rodeo it? Bull. Rodeo bull. Yeah. You can yep. hire the rodeo bull, but instead of a bull, oh, no. it's a male body part. Okay. Oh. Come what, on, how fun would that be? No. What She's website like, no, are you on? straight away. No. I'm like, I, I can't die without writing one of those things. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you just say? Oh. What? It's mechanical. <laughs> it's not real. Oh. Did you just say, I, I can't die without writing it's one of those things? It's list. Are I don't you know married? if I'm going to have anyone other friends get married at my age. <laughs> now we know why you're not allowed back in the woolshed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Beck all by herself. Get out of here. We closed an hour ago. Get that Adelaide feeling. With Beck, Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. In the quest to find the funniest word in the world, I mm. conducted a survey of just one person, which was me. And I concluded that out of yep. all the words in the world, yes. the word... Creepy crawly, uh, the thing that's in the swimming pool, has got to be up there as the number one funniest word. Uh, but you know, for some time, every time I go to a swimming pool, I felt very sorry for the creepy crawly because mm. you imagine you work in the pool industry and yeah. you're the creepy crawly, right? Like, yeah. there's so many other cool jobs like the banana lounge or the beach ball that are just fun jobs pony. around the pool. Oh. Pool, oh, pony. The pool pony, great yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yet you have to be the creepy crawly. So yeah. I always, when I look into a pool, when I look down at a creepy crawly, I think, you poor thing. Every day you just crawl around in the pool, sucking up algae and other stuff from other people. It's a pretty average job. Do you reckon the creepy crawly would even look down on the lazy boy? Yes. <laughs> of course it would. And do you know yeah. the interesting thing about creepy crawlies, and correct me if I'm wrong, you always see them by themselves. Always by themselves. And you know uh, why? Bloody hard to find a partner when you're a creepy crawly. When you're a creepy crawly. It really is. And I feel sorry for them because can you imagine going out on a date as creepy crawly? Like, there's not a lot of kind of 
I don't know. Love there Even is there. Even that on your Tinder profile. <laughs> yes. Creepy crawly. Creepy crawly. You're going to be swiping whatever direction is no on that, aren't you? Left, I think. <laughs> Pretending you don't know the directions. Cute. <laughs> imagine you. Imagine you catching up with one of your girlfriends and she went on a Tinder date the night before. What was he like? Oh, he was a bit of a creep. <laughs> really? Crawly. Yeah. It was like creepy crawly. It was horrible. He really liked sucking leaves. <laughs> it's it's so I've always a had a lot of. Yeah, he's a sentence you'll never hear. Hey, have you met Creepy Crawley? Really nice bloke. Yeah. Really nice guy. Yeah. yeah. And then just when, this is the other thing that makes me feel sad for Creepy Crawleys. Just when the fun part about being in a pool is about to happen, where all the people jump into it and go for a swim, what happens? Pull the Creepy Crawley oh, out. Oh, he gets pulled out because you don't want to get tangled uh, no in the fun. Creepy Crawley. <laughs> pulled out. Um, and it makes you wonder with us talking about Creepy Crawleys this morning, do you think, does part of you think perhaps... Somewhere around the world right now, there might be a breakfast radio show. That's just creepy crawlies on air talking about how weird it must be to be a human. Yeah, I, I have no doubt about that at all. But do you reckon, well, you know those robot vacuum cleaners that sort of move themselves oh, yeah. around your house? Oh. I, reckon, I reckon that's a match made in heaven. Your yes. robot vacuum cleaner with your creepy crawly. That's a great blind date. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they'd be great together. And their kids would be the ultimate cleaners. I mean, they could, do, they could do everything. You reckon if creepy crawlies did have their own radio show, oh like, God. the only thing is that the song list would be so predictable, you'd obviously have some TLC. <laughs> you know, yeah. it'd, it'd yeah. get repetitive. You'd get songs like Radiohead. But I'm a Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. One more, yeah. Well, even like Aussie bands like Taxi Ride. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you reckon their little ear pods or iPods or whatever they stick in their ears, the kids nowadays, do you reckon the creepy crawly has Taxi Ride just playing flat out while it's sucking up all the algae? <laughs> flat out. Well, you know James Rain's band was initially called Australian Creepy Crawl. Uh, but it wasn't working out for them, so they changed it to Australian Crawl. Oh, I thought you were serious. <laughs> That funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Next is. It's been announced that King Charles will hold his coronation, will be crowned on May the 6th next year. Uh, a date that probably should have rung a bell to Grandpa because that is his grandson Archie. So Meghan and Harry's baby oh, no. boy. Oh, no. Fourth birthday. Oh, oh dear. Oh, cla- well, maybe they can kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> Just combine them. Absolutely. Coronation and a fourth birthday party. <laughs> yes. Megan's cancelling the jumping castle. <laughs> <laughs> But that just goes to show that that date is obviously not on his rate. I mean, because I don't think he would do it deliberately, surely. Well, he could move it by a week either way, surely. It's that far out. I mean, it's only a fourth birthday. Do you know what I mean? It's not his first birthday or 18. I don't know, but fourth is the age you go to kindy. I think a fourth is a big for little Archie. It's still, I mean, it's another thumbing of the nose at Harry and Meghan. Imagine, imagine Meghan Mm. going, that date. Anyway, uh, imagine being on this Ryanair flight to Ibiza, uh, which basically broke into a boozy, impromptu party. We're talking like Mm. the doof doof. just going mad for it on the plane. But they were playing full-on dance music. Bit of sandstorm. Yeah. Full-on dance yeah. music and everyone's out of their chairs, jumping up and down, punching the sky. Oh, wow. I tell you what, I mean, this is a Ryanair flight. Yeah, they're like this 50 This is Ryanair. Yeah. 
from the UK to Ibiza. I tell you what, I've flown British Airways before, mm. and it's not like that. It's far more polite oh. on British Airways. Yes. Well, on British Airways, if you want to dance, you go and ask the lady in 3A <laughs> if she would like to dance. <laughs> oh, there we go. Excuse me, ma'am. May I have the pleasure? But isn't it fun when the next waltz? And then you do a couple of rounds in first class. They play all the hits. Here we go. Yeah. Excuse me. What a beautiful piece of music. Excuse me in one beer. May I step in? Meanwhile, the Ryanair flight flies past. Oh, my God, those heathens. Oh, pass another free oh, orange okay. juice in real glass, will you? Yes. In case of emergency, you and walk... champagne Aww. in a beautiful glass will fall from the compartment above you. <laughs> when you walk through first class and you see them getting that old business and you see them getting that orange juice. Oh, oh, the worst one oh. is when there's kids in business class and when you're walking down <laughs> and there's like two or three kids that you're They've like, got what a the hell? Book and I'm back at 39D next to the toilet. <laughs> Get that Adelaide feeling with Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Lawrence Mooney has a new book out, a self-help book called Embrace Your Limitations. Uh, Beck, you'd be all over this because we know how much you love a self-help oh, book. Yeah, my husband has a stack of them on the bedside table and I just, I try and read them. The Gratitude what? Project, that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. The I Resilience know. Project, I the mean. The Resilience Project, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Well, this book from uh, Lawrence Mooney is like the anti self help book, uh, as oh. the title suggests. He says, Embrace your limitations. He says things like, You're not as talented as you think you are. <laughs> Don't reach for the stars. You'll only disappoint yourself. <laughs> uh, you say you're busy, busy, busy. I hear disorganized, disorganized, disorganized. Oh, I can read uh, yes. <laughs> um, so I feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> there are loads. <laughs> Loads of great lines. So this morning, we want to celebrate some um, uh, life advice with a little bit of humour attached to it as well. My character, Jim, in the TV series Utopia, his mantra is, a problem passed on to someone else is a problem solved. (laughs) Uh, Now, let's go. And we've got uh, Homer Simpson. This is just one of the greats. Homer talking to Bart here. You made me sick, Homer. You're the one who told me I could do anything if I just put my mind to it. Well, now that you're a little bit older, I can tell you that's a crock. No matter how good you are at something, there's always about a million people better than you. Gotcha. (laughs) Can't win, don't try. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Don't try. Here we go. Let's go to Vanessa. What's your uh, life advice, Vanessa? If you can't beat them, join them. Oh, yes. <laughs> good advice. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not That'll a great help. sort of peer pressure message for your kids, is it? <laughs> yes. um... Shannon in Evanston. What's your life advice? Good morning. It is. Not my circus, not my monkeys. I oh, love yes. that one, Shannon. So good. Yeah, yeah. Take your problems somewhere else, will yeah. you? Thank you, Shannon. Stacey in Woodville South, what's yours? Good morning. Uh, mine would be to eat the cake, but make sure that it's gluten-free. Hey? <laughs> oh, did you make that one up, Stacey? I did. <laughs> Can you just explain it to me, uh, okay. Stacey? Well, um, I actually called to try and get on the wait list, and then I just got asked what my life was like. Okay, there you go. All right, well, good to know. Well, I like it. Okay, I like what you've done. kind of plays into my life advice, so we oh, had a little so mantra <laughs> before we, um, we used to read the news at 10 every night where everyone would say to each other, 
don't stuff it up. Yes. Except the word wasn't stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And many nights we did. Let's go to Reagan in St. Mary's. What's your life advice? It is what it is. It can't be what it's not. Oh, yes. Oh, it is what it is is a good one. And my husband's favourite is control the controllables. <laughs> control which makes no the... bloody sense. Yeah. I know, because this one, that reminds me of one of your, what's that one of yours? If you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always got. Is that one of That's yours? That's thing. Yep, yeah. yep. I like that one. If you do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So that's a bit of serious. Like a, that's 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 not a bit too serious. Homer. All right, Cheryl Lee Moore for Val. What do you got for us? Uh, driver picks the music. Shotgun cuts shuts their cake hole. Oh, oh, I love it. Cheryl, wow. no yes. nonsense when you're in Cheryl's car. <laughs> I love it. The <laughs> driver does control the music, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, and one of my favourites, You Be You Be. <laughs> Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. This is Breaking News. Yep, we read out songs in a newsreader voice and you guys have to decide what song and artist it is. If you can do that, you win a prize. It is that simple. Limo, we need two competitors. Uh, we do indeed. How good is your music knowledge? That's the question. Our competitors today are Shezzy and Jess. Good luck. Your names are your buzzers. Okay. All right, let's go. All right. This just in. Everybody spread the word. We're going to have a celebration. Shezzy. Uh, Shezzy, yes. Okay, um... We're going to have a celebration tonight. Come on. Three, set two, celebration. Mm. Jess gets a free shot. Jess. Uh, I honestly don't know. Oh, no. I have no idea. I'll give you a couple more because I reckon you're going to get it. You're both back in. You're both back in. All right, both back in. All across the world, in every nation... If we took a holiday, took some time to celebrate. Mm, right. oh, Any ideas, guys? Oh. Any ideas? I'm going to buzz you both out. No, no I think no, even no, I know. Uh, no, Debbie, no, no, Debbie. No, we've moved on. Oh, 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 no. No. That is a holiday. Are you still there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. With you, we've we moved on. Just moved on. Just oh, yeah, that's okay. okay. We'll, we'll go next to the, one. We'll Here go we go. To the next one. <laughs> All right. This just in. Oh, my God. And no, I won't be no stick figure, silicon Barbie doll. Mm. So if that's what you're into, then go ahead and move along. Because you no. know... Shazzy, yes. Shazzy. Yeah. Is it all about the bass, Megan Trainor? Oh, oh, yes. Well done. <laughs> I would, yeah, I wouldn't have got it from that. I was mm. about to go to the chorus. We were just listening to that before. So, oh, oh wow. How perfect. <laughs> All right. Well done, Chessie. This is for the win. Yes, thank you. Seeing those bright brown eyes with tears coming down, she deserves a crown. <laughs> but where is it now? <laughs> Mama, listen. <laughs> Senorita, I feel for you. You deal with things, this is a hard one, that you don't have to. Clue is I've just said the word that's the title of the song. Senorita. Chevy? Yes, Chevy. Is it Senorita by Justin Timberlake? Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet, Cozzy and Limo for breakfast.
Look, I spent half my life trying to get my kids off the internet, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of funny things on the internet. I'm, I'm just watching one I shared last night. There is a, a, look, she looks like a young grandma, and there's two glasses of champagne sitting in front of her, and she's holding a little, a little baby. I'm watching it now. And the little baby reaches up. Have you, tell me if you've seen this. The little baby reaches up and goes to pull one of the glasses of champagne down, and the grandma instantly reacts as the glass is falling, grabbing the glass, saving the champagne. But then the baby falls to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind it's of grandma ju- I would do. Oh, it's ju- look at this. It's Sam, just look at so that. good. There's the baby. Oh, 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 um, around the room, just quickly, oh, um, the things you've seen online that you just to this day just love. Okay, I have two favourites. The clip of the baby panda that sneezes and scares oh. the crap out of the mum panda. I can watch that a hundred times. And my favourite genre to search when I'm feeling down is yeah. models falling over on catwalks. <laughs> it never gets I t- old. I tell you what, people injuring themselves is just funny. Uh, yeah. I, the one I go to is bad lip reading. Oh, Have you yeah, heard of that where they do, and my favourite one is Donald Trump's inauguration, where yeah. they do voiceover, yes. and, it, and it's so it's clever. clever. It, looks, it yeah. looks exactly like they're saying it. In fact, I sent one to the WhatsApp group of King Charles. Oh, I loved that. The other day, it's voiced over like a real Cockney yeah. voice, and it is hilarious. Um, well, what I'm about to play you, I have honestly watched no less than 30 times, and I just laugh and laugh and laugh. I've got to really try to work hard here to paint the picture of what's happening, because <laughs> obviously you can't see it. So, it's a frog who's walking along, a cartoon frog, and he's just looking very, very sad, and he's looking very thought-provoking and it's like one of those inspirational kind of things that you might read on the on the internet and stuff so let's take a listen three of the hardest things for people to say i was wrong i need help and worcestershire sauce (laughs) worcestershire 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 sauce is that shit, my word? We should just hear it. We should just hear it. We How do you say it? Worcestershire? How do you... Can you say it, Lemo? Worcestershire. Worcestershire. It's not Worcestershire, is it? Worcestershire. Yeah. That's how I say it, anyway. But it's spelled W-O-R-C, isn't it? E-S-T-I, anyway. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. You're a simple creature. Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Dex Fits. Uh, retro round when it comes to concert tours. Blink 182 announcing yesterday they're oh. coming to Australia in 2024. So, Limo, that's the you having your hip replacement, babe. <laughs> yes, so, <laughs> you might not be able to be in the mosh. Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> that's <laughs> the definition of optimism booking <laughs> concerts <laughs> for 2024. <laughs> But Ooh, also, when 2024, got, <laughs> might want to put those tickets in your will, big fella. <laughs> when it got announced, I was like, oh my God, they're coming next next February or whatever. And then it's like, oh no, not next February, the February after. <laughs> who who actually plans that far ahead? Like, no how, one. No like, one. Wow. Anyway, at least they are coming to our fine city of Radelaide because Red Hot Chili Peppers and Post Malone also touring. They are touring Jan Feb next year. Two concerts in Sydney. Two in Melbourne. They're going to Brizzy in Perth. Any Adelaide? Adelaide. No. 
I tell you what, he's just forget Californication. What about some Adelaideification? Oh, Red that's a good hot one. Chili. Yeah, forget scar tissue. What about a box of tissue so we can wipe our tears because we're sad <laughs> that you didn't come here? You forget be under the bridge. What about under the radar? Because that's where we apparently are. <laughs> Wow, let's not get that handed on to them, or they definitely will. Uh, do you think? <laughs> do you think internationally it's become a bit of a thing amongst artists where it's kind of cool to leave Adelaide out? Okay. Like maybe coming to Adelaide's like something that's frowned upon by, you know, R. Kelly and Tupac, who's not doing as many gigs nowadays, is he? Yeah, neither oh. is R. Kelly. He's in prison. Yeah, is he? <laughs> yeah, he's very much cancelled. Well, cancelled. he could do a stint in. A he could do a stint times. in Yatma. Why did you choose no. those two artists? <laughs> I think. I think mainly because I'm obviously uh, really into rapping. Yes. <laughs> you are one cool. A subway rap. Hey. <laughs> All right, guys. I've just go. put a photo on your WhatsApp that I want you to have mm. a look at. Oh, this yeah? is okay. a woman prepping for her wedding meal. She's obviously feeding a lot of guests, so she needs a very large salad bowl. Oh, yeah. Uh, in lieu what? of salad bowl, she is preparing her pasta salad in a kid's inflatable paddle pool. Oh. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not hungry for salad when I see it in an inflatable paddle pool. Because he's like, I'm all right. I'm never going to eating salad at the buffet anyway. Mate, I'm just trying to work out what a salad is. That looks to me like it's set up for wrestling later in the night. (laughs) We'll put it it on our socials. I don't think she's serving in that. She's basically sharing that that's how she's preparing it. But once you Mm. know that, like, I don't care. Even if that's a new paddle pool straight out of the plastic from Kmart, Mm -hmm. there's going to be some toxins in there, surely. Or what no, if it's from no last good. summer and your kids peed in it? I, oh, it's like the time I tried to cook chickens in the spa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? Oh. Well, I tried to boil some chickens in a spa. And how'd it go? No, I didn't really do that. <laughs> Just your regular Saturday night. And Just those weren't chickens. Out. Yeah, no, someone's, if that is served like that in the inflatable pool, someone's gonna, two dudes are going to end up wrestling about it at the end of the night in their jocks. Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. SAFM Most Train has so much on Between Hairspray and all the talent Australia's got So thanks for taking the time Shane Jacobson Yeah! Oh, Channel 7 has been dominating with the show Australia's Got Talent And it turns out, Shane Jacobson, we've got plenty of talent We've got a ton of it They were all locked away during COVID And boy, they were happy to get out of the house Let me say that Shane, how much of a heads up do you get before the acts come out? Like if you've got a contortionist or a magician or whatever it is Do you know what to expect? Or are you genuinely surprised when they start performing? Yeah, genuinely surprised. So, I, I mean, most people won't believe this. Even you won't, Limo, because I know you don't trust anything I say. But, um, <laughs> yes. but, mate, the truth is we really don't know. As in, and the other thing, it's the very thing that I love about the show, which is whatever act you've just seen, in no way does it inform you what you're about to see next. So we, and that's why we can't judge a book by its cover, because it doesn't matter what they walk out looking like. Sometimes that's a ruse, you know. So, and that's what that's why this job is, it is, you know, I don't mind saying it's one of my favourite jobs to do because we genuinely get surprised and entertained, which you don't, you know, it doesn't always happen. On, you know, on other shows, when someone comes out, you could almost yell out, let me guess, you're going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> you're holding yes. a guitar, that's the giveaway. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you've got a golden buzzer. How um how seriously do you take the the responsibility of the golden buzzer? Yeah, you, you do. And and sometimes, and it's funny. I, I spoke to so 
this year I've got David Williams and Alicia yes. Dixon beside me, as well as Kate Ritchie, of course, but um, Alicia and David have been doing it for over 10 years. And I said to them, because you know, I've, I've hosted the show before, but you do go, you know, what, how do you guys make your mind up when you're going to hit it? Because it mm. does, you know, catapults people into the finals. Um, and they said, you just got to feel it. Doesn't doesn't matter whether it's what everyone else thinks is amazing. That's the great thing about art of any kind. It's subjective. Mm. If you want to give someone a chance or they made you feel something um, or you see ability in there, in there that you think deserves a bit of a pump up to pump up the tides, you hit that buzzer. But mm. uh you know, you can feel the power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Shane, I, Shane, I bumped into uh, South Australia's magpie man the other day out at Para Hills. Now, he told me how he was so excited because he was, flew over to do Australia's Got Talent and he said, this is going to be great. Nationally, I'll be known for my magpie call. I was watching the show. I reckon you gave him 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, look, I reckon it was 13 seconds, but look, yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if he's if his idea was getting on a plane to fly to Sydney, that this is my chance for starting, but he knew all he had in his toolbox was a magpie sound. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would suggest he needs to get a, a whole new set of mirrors. Oh, he's big in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was hilarious. I've got to tell you, I, I couldn't stop laughing. But what made me laugh even more is David Williams must have said, we had to edit David's response down, he must have said 20 times, so have you started? Is this the act? <laughs> yeah, what else you got? He couldn't you... get into his head that this is all the comic case. Look, I, I, don't, I don't want to finish this chat on, on a bit of a sad note, but he was also telling me for Australia's Got Talent that he had the magpie suit made up, which cost him $8,000. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, Wow. Is, is it tax deductible? I can't quite. It would have to out. be. Oh, my God. Oh, Has he got like a – Cos, does he do a kookaburra or something as well? Has he got a bit of range? I, I asked him that. He said he's trying to learn uh, to mimic some American birds so he can crack into the American market. No. Why would he change the bird? That's another $8,000 suit. Oh, my God. I'm broke. I'm looking forward to seeing his bald eagle on the American version. <laughs> Is that jail talk for something? <laughs> America's got talent. I'm never going to have a story where I got an $8,000 golden football sign because I know I'm a shit dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm hearing you. Uh, Shane Jacobson, we are loving you and the rest of the team. On Australia's Got Talent, you can, of course, see it Sunday, uh, 7 p.m. and Monday, 7.30 p.m. on Channel 7 and catch up on 7 Plus. Thank you, yeah, mate. and also coming to Adelaide in December uh, oh, for yes. Hairspray. We are You're coming with Hairspray, December, January. So uh, I think our, our opening night is New Year's Eve. Um, wow. Which is exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to work on New Year's Eve. So they fixed that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, but yeah, look, it's a great show. We're having a ball. People are loving it, and so am I. Uh, the reviewers are loving it. Crowds are loving it. Get your tickets to go and see Hairspray. Thank you, mate. See you, gang. Thank you very much. Oh, hang on. That's my owl. It's pretty <laughs> it's cheap, but I'm not getting a suit made. <laughs> I, I like it. It's a good owl. It's a good owl. Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. <laughs> I tell you what, we've interviewed a lot of people on SFM uh, over the years. A lot of, lot of big names. I don't think they yep. get much bigger than this guy, the Magpie Man. Welcome to the show, mate. G'day, Cosy. How are you, mate? Mate, can you just start us off before we have a chat? You're famous for doing your Magpie impersonation. Can you, can you just give us a Magpie call, just to warm us up? Of course. Of course. Hey, hang on. Let me just... Oh. <coughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Mate, well done. It's, well done. it's very good. <laughs> 
It's pretty good. Now, you, of course, went on Australia's Got Talent with your mate, yeah. Paul. How was the experience? Oh, look, it was great. I got uh, four days in Sydney, uh, really looked after by uh, Seven and the, and the team. Um, and uh, I wasn't even sure if I was going to get on because I didn't uh, really uh, uh, appeal to uh, one of the judges. <laughs> and uh, I got on, even though 20 seconds, uh, it's, it's, I'm pretty happy, actually. 20 seconds yeah. of fame. Now, yes. a little birdie told us uh, that your costume, your magpie costume, set you back yeah. a few clams, mate. What'd you spend? Yeah. Well, they don't make them here in Adelaide, so I had to fly back and forth to, to uh, Melbourne. Did you literally uh, fly because you're a magpie? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, I'm a commercial pilot, but uh, oh. no, no, I went. someone else did all the work um, to get fitted and uh, had it done over there. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping to use it uh, for other things as well, um, you know, more than just... The, How much did it cost, the, mate? Uh, what did it set you back? I, uh, not... It's about 6000 bucks, something like that, wow. plus airfare. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that's. But it's a beautiful job. They did a great job, yeah. and hey, uh, it will last forever. What does the suit look like? Can you just describe it for us? It looks uh, well. I had it specially made. Uh, it, it looks like a male magpie. It's got white on the back. Um, yeah. It's got a tail oh. and uh, and wings, uh, which. Uh, was a little bit different to the Collingwood one, which uh, the same people made. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. we better let you go, mate. We know you're busy. People can find you on Cameo. <laughs> you're doing little uh, messages for people, oh. which is great. Can, can you send yeah. us out with what, – what does a Cameo cost, mate? What, what, how much does it set you back? Uh, I think it's about 40 bucks um, yep. for a Cameo message mm. from, from me. Half of it goes to Apple, but that's all right. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> mate, send us off here at SFM with your best magpie call, and well done right. on your appearance on Channel 7's Australia Got Talent, mate. You represented the state beautifully. Good, thanks, Cosy. Look forward to seeing you on your show again. Bye. <laughs> Back, Cosy and Lima. SAFM.